You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even the whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog. I'm also a fact-finding frog. Thanks for coming to visit me in my rainforest. Now we can go on another adventure together. And look, the tree stump has left us a note with some very odd clues about the adventure we're about to go on. Again, see if you can make any sense of these. You'll encounter a golden circle only meant for aliens. Along the way, don't be fooled by an object that looks like a large vegetable. One of them changed the history of this planet. These tree stump clues get stranger all the time. The only way to find out what they mean is to get going on this adventure. So let's take in one really big breath together and when we breathe out, we'll be off. Okay, deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go. Looks like this adventure might actually be intergalactic. We're back at the very top of the space elevator and right in front of us is the door to the fact-finding spacecraft, just where we left it at the end of our atmosphere adventure. Can you see that in your mind? Down below us is the Earth and above us are all the stars and galaxies. And straight ahead is a very shiny white door. There's no handle on it, but on the right-hand side, there's a panel with a human handprint on it. And on the left, there's one with a frog-shaped handprint. I know. When I count to three, let's both put our hand on the panels at the same time. Here we go. One, two, three... No worries, that worked perfectly. Let's go inside. Welcome aboard the fact-finding spacecraft. Oh yeah, my normal computer is taking a few days off. I think she might be getting some glasses so she can improve her website. (laughs) Or maybe she had to go to the dentist so he can check her Bluetooth. Her brother is filling in for her, but he just makes announcements and doesn't answer questions. I'll show you around. My spacecraft is about the same size as a school bus, but I'll bet you've never seen a school bus that looks like this inside. It's more like a stretched-out version of the Batmobile. At the front, there's two very groovy-looking seats for you and me. They've got consoles in front of them with built-in viewing screens and loads of dials. 
There's windows along the sides. And look, at the back, there are two space suits hanging up, just in case we decide to go outside. Anywhere you stand or sit, there's an amazing view of all the stars and galaxies. I love the stars so much, I entered an astronomy competition once. I didn't win, but I came second. So they gave me a constellation prize. (laughs) I really should buy some shovels to keep on the fact-finding spacecraft. That way, we could dig some black holes. (laughs) Well, do you know where most black holes are found? Well, in black socks, of course. (laughs) All right, that's enough silly business. Let's get into our seats, then I'll tell you our mission plan for this adventure. You choose which side you want to sit on, and I'll take the other one. Good choice. Now, on this adventure, we're going to find Voyager 1. The space probe that took off to explore our solar system way back in 1977. Yeah, 1977. More than 40 years ago. You're going to have to use your imagination and turbo drive, though, because Voyager 1 isn't even in our solar system anymore. It's 21 billion kilometres away in interstellar space, and it's travelling at more than 1 million kilometres every day. Really? You heard that right. A million kilometres every day. And we're going to follow in Voyager 1's footsteps so we can see what it saw along the way. Welcome to the Voyager 1 Mission Recreation. Please fasten your seat belts and then press the green button on the armrest of your chair. Okie dokie. I just need to find the other end of my belt. Ah... There it is! Please fasten your seat belts and then press the green button on the right armrest of your chair. Oh, we're doing it, computer! Man, he might not be able to answer questions, but he sure knows how to nag. There, seat belts are done. And would you mind pressing the green button on your armrest? Well done! We're off! Wow! Did you feel how that pushed us back into our seats? Next stop, the asteroid belt! Now 300 million kilometres from Earth, approaching the asteroid belt. Cool! Our imagination drives are working really well. I wonder if an asteroid belt is what astronauts use to keep their pants up. Hmm. Nah, probably not. What I can tell you is the asteroid belt might not be what you expect when you get close up to it. I hope you're ready to hear some very big numbers. There are millions and millions of asteroids between Mars and Jupiter, all orbiting around the Sun. Some are big boulders, but some are absolutely massive. 
And I'm talking hundreds of kilometres across. So, how far apart do you reckon these asteroids are? Ten metres apart? A hundred metres apart? A kilometre apart? Sorry, most asteroids are almost a million kilometres apart. And if you stood on one of the big ones, you wouldn't even be able to see the next one. Space really is that ginormous. The asteroid belt is mostly empty space. You could fly through it, no worries. Like Voyager 1 did in 1977 and not even see one asteroid. Oh, wow. That's the detail detective sound. There's something for us to notice. Over on our left-hand side, about a hundred metres away, it's about the size of a car. And it looks like a really big potato floating in space. That is an asteroid for sure. Yep, most of the asteroids out here are weird shapes that make them look like floating potatoes. But what do you call a baby potato? A small fry? (laughs) And how do you know how fast the potato is going? Well, you have to check his spudometer. (laughs) And what do you call a monkey who eats potato chips? A chipmunk. (laughs) But seriously, do you know who really hates asteroids? The dinosaurs. That's who. Scientists reckon that around 65 million years ago, an asteroid... 10 kilometres across, hit the Earth, putting an end to all the dinosaurs. Oh, no! Bad for the dinosaurs, but good for people. If the dinosaurs still ruled the Earth, there wouldn't be any humans on it. So the only reason people exist is because a potato-shaped asteroid went a bit crazy millions of years ago. Oh, yeah! That was one of the clues from the tree stump. Something that looks like a big vegetable, but it changed the Earth's history. It was talking about an asteroid. Excellent. One clue down, one to go. The next thing Voyager did was take some unbelievable pictures of Jupiter and Saturn. We only have time to quickly fly past them, or we'll never catch up with Voyager. I reckon Jupiter and Saturn are a whole adventure on their own. So don't worry, we'll come back soon to check them out properly. We literally have billions of kilometres to go, so let's put our imaginations into double overdrive. Engaging. Double overdrive, imagination power. Thanks, computer. Well, he may not answer questions, but I reckon he must be listening. Holy guacamole! We are going fast. Here comes Jupiter. 
looking like a beautiful marble hanging in space. It's hard to tell from here, but Jupiter is so gigantic it could eat every other planet in the solar system for breakfast, including all the asteroids, and still have room for more. Excuse me? It's so big, it doesn't just have one moon, it has 79 moons. Hmm, 79 moons. That must keep the werewolves busy. (laughs) Now, scientists call it a gas giant, but it's a friendly giant. If it wasn't for Jupiter, the Earth would be hit by a huge comet every 50 years. Jupiter just sucks them up like an enormous vacuum cleaner. Thanks, big guy. We owe you one. Currently passing Saturn, the second biggest gas giant in the solar system. Thanks, computer. There it is. The most photographed planet in the universe. Well, besides the Earth, that is. Everyone recognises Saturn. I'll bet it can't even go to an intergalactic coffee shop without everyone asking for its autograph or trying to take a selfie with it. When I grow up, I want to be a selfie photographer. I could really see myself doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can you see how shiny those rings are around Saturn? That's because they're made of ice particles, all the way from tiny pebbles to chunks the same size as this spaceship. I will catch you on another adventure, Saturn. Maybe you could give me a ring. (laughs) Righto, let's keep going. Now, at 18 billion kilometres from Earth, where Voyager 1 entered interstellar space, we are now arriving at Voyager 1's location and pulling alongside the probe. This is fantabulous. Well done, computer. That's the end of the preview. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.